0: And now, on This Week in History, with Paul Waite. Oh, I was expecting something to happen then, Drew. And hello, listeners. Listeners on the camera, listeners. Well, special viewers, aren't you? We've got listeners and viewers. It's very confusing being Paul these days. All these things I'm expected to do. And of course, I am only a dinosaur. There you are, people. You go in and tell me what sort of dinosaur I might be. I know if Callum was here now, he'd say something very rude and hurtful. Um, he's just powdering his nose at the moment so anyway welcome to the ever popular on this week in history whoop, whoop. and starting off today thanks for the whoops there drew uh in 1189 uh riots started in uh lynn uh so i presume it was now called king's lynn in the norfolk and spread uh, across to norwich in england so um this is 123 years after the norman invasion um and the king i think is henry ii could be wrong it may even be May even be Richard the Lionheart, actually. Um, so uh, there was civil unrest for quite a long time after the uh, Norman invasion. So um, a bit of a writing to start off. The very sad fact next, 1554. Um, and I, 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 don't, I hope Drew actually knows this lady's name, Lady Jane Grey. I don't or, know. As, as she is gone down in history as queen for nine days. Mm. So poor old Jane Grey was a, a, a teenage girl um very weak claim to the English throne. Uh when um Henry well Henry eighth died and then his son, who was also Protestant, Edward the Sixth, um, died when he was about fourteen. Um, boy King, would have been a great king, I think. Um, was king for about six years, I think, as a as a child. Um, and uh, effectively the Protestants in the country didn't want uh, Mary, uh who was the legitimate um claimant to the throne to 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 take over and so um, Lady Jane Grey was put forward in her stead, and she was queen for nine days, and then she was beheaded oh dear. at the age of 17 or whatever. And I, it makes me very sad, actually. You know, not obviously Jane herself was entirely innocent uh, of anything. And again, it's a bit like the thing with um, with Monmouth and James II. Now, of course, Mary was probably one of the most unpopular and uh, monarchs in, in history, and of course eventually um we had one of the greatest if not the greatest monarch in english history elizabeth the first who of course was a protestant mm. um who would have been um probably at the time it's just as well i suppose you could argue that lady jane grey had to fall for elizabeth to be still able to take the, the throne after mary died so anyway rest in peace jane um i'll, I'll think about it's one of those things is in my heart actually i can't explain it um 1633 really interesting fact. This. Um, the Inquisition, um, so the famous Spanish Inquisition, um, forced Galileo Galilei, you know, so you've heard of Galileo, I hope.
1: Galileo.
0: So you have like the ga- <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, that's why his name is mm-hmm. after him, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the founders of modern science to recant his theory that the earth, in fact, moved around the sun. Mm. So, of course, the view of the, the church was that um, God created everything, and the earth was the centre of everything. So the thought that... Um, you know that we, we were in fact you know uh, was 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 complete heresy, so it's quite interesting um sixteen hundred and ninety two this is again something that means a lot to me. um I've never really, I'm not sure I've talked about it ever alive before. um in sixteen hundred and ninety two was the very famous massacre at Glen Coe uh, where um I'm glad that Callum was walked in at this point. so we had the very famous massacre at Glencoe where thirty eight Mcdonald's uh, the donald clan were killed. Uh, by the Campbells, effectively, uh, the Campbells being um, effectively uh, the most, probably the most influential clan at the time. They were Campbells very much on the side of the British. Um, Talking about the Macdonalds, um, this is to, so just again to set the scene. Um, this is just after William of Orange has become king of England. William of Orange being a Protestant. Um, and the reason the Campbells gave for the slaughter was effectively that the McDonald's were a bit slow in in making clear their allegiance mm. uh, the reason why apart from the fact that um, uh, obviously Nic- Nicola Sturgeon has done a lot to destroy this in me but I spent all of my formative years basically being a Scottish as I was English mm-hmm. I had maps of Scotland all over my wall um, I have been to rob roy mcgregor's grave for instance i've been to glencoe um and the mcdonald's were probably the, the clan that i most looked up to you mm-hmm. know you know like you know you wrote conan or something to yeah me. the sure, mcdonald's sure, yeah. the mcdonald's were and i was very fortunate in so as if you call it fortunate so when i did my great uh, thousand mile bike ride from uh from John groats to land's end i actually cycled up glencoe mountain past the site where the Glen where wow. the mcdonald's were massacred mm. uh, and probably um and callum you know callum would be a good person to be in the room when i say this i would say that day would probably mark the sporting achievement of my lifetime mm. um so i cycled 136 miles in one day uh left uh, Inverness at nine o'clock uh, and cycled up glencoe mountain mm. uh cool. which was called something else i don't know. Uh, and I remember when I got to the hotel in Kleinlarich, which was uh, one of the great experiences of my of my lifetime uh, because they were just such wonderful people. Mm. Um, when I turned up in the reception and a, a, a lovely, lovely lady, and she says to me, uh, where is your car? And I said, no, I cycled. Where do you cycle from? Uh, and she went, it's not possible. <laughs> and she, she would not believe. She didn't believe someone could have, gone, yeah. could have cycled from uh, Inverness to there in right. eight hours. Yeah. Uh, 136 miles and cycled up the mountain, you know. Well, wow, we, yeah. <laughs> but well, I was exactly. out on my feet, Drew, mm. to be honest. Mm. Yeah? Well, it's not surprising. Probably as tired as I've ever been. Anyway, Paul's talked too much again, as always. On This Week in History. Welcome back to On This Week in History, and we have the second installment today for you. Uh, next, a bit of self-indulgence. So, um, uh, some of you will know that I studied history to A-level standard, um, and my probably the greatest... Uh, the greatest general and king that i studied in my opinion who um has been a big influence on on me is king gustavus adolphus of sweden who is my idea of pang for pang the greatest man of all time by the way i remember you said that before yeah greatest general um swedes so again people you know i know you guys didn't study history much at school so um if I just start off, I uh, uh, just want to uh, set the scene, really. So in 1700, the Great Northern War started. Um, and effectively, we have Denmark, Norway, and Russia all fighting against Sweden. Mm. Wow. Right, or the Swedish Empire, as it then was. Um, so it's just remarkable, you think of the power, that Sweden was actually strong enough to be able to do that. Yeah, definitely. You know? yeah. Um, and then in 1706, the Swedes defeated the Russian army at the Battle of Frechstadt, um so um Stolvas was an amazing guy uh of course in those days um so in, uh, of course so sort of going back into sort of 1600 1700 1800 uh central and eastern europe was, was like eastern europe didn't really exist as a concept so um you would have had uh the swedes uh you know would have seen the poles as as sort of almost like we were the scots or something you know yeah sure um so, um, yeah, so read about, uh, I might do a programme about King Gustavus, because he's such a good chap. And then, sticking with the northern theme, in 1814, Norway proclaimed its independence from Denmark, I believe. Could have been Sweden, I'm not sure. Shall check out, shouldn't I? Mm. Um, 1818, so sticking on the independence trail, uh, Chile gained independence from Spain. Mm. So, of course, Espania por favor. Por favor. Mm. Muy bien. Espanyol. Muy bien. Muy bien. Eh? Bonita casita. Chico rico. Oh. Ah, sí. Ah, sí. Sí, señor. <laughs> uh, you speak with the Spanish, don't you jump? Increíble. <laughs> ah, <laughs>
1: extraordinario. Ah. Do you know, every A-B-L-E word in English or I-B-L-E word is exactly the same in Spanish, but with a different pronunciation. So, increíble. Ah.
0: Acceptable. <laughs>
1: ah.
0: Buen, bueno. Winner. Winner. Eighteen fifty two. this is an interesting fact, sort of the sort of thing that you expect from Paul Paul Wake to say. Uh, the first British public toilet for women mm. opens oh, really? in Bedford Street in London.
1: So were there already one for a man?
0: Before that I just had a wee in the street. Mm. No. I mean actually I think they did actually yeah. used to go and wee inside their crinoline. I think I think that's actually true. Mm. Um, not, not a very nice thought really, is it? Yeah. Eighteen hundred and sixty one Abraham Lincoln. Was declared Abraham president. I want to have a go. What number president was he? You know what I mean? Like first, second, uh, third, whatever. Fifth. What, 1861? Mm. Do you know when the first one was?
1: 1771? Six. 1776.
0: Oh. Mm. So you think that there are only no. five presidents in, in, in all that time? Anyway, it was the 16th president.
1: 16th.
0: Yeah, wow. Yeah. so that's good. Fancy an English person knowing that. It's more than an American. Can you imagine an American saying John Major was the yeah, yeah. 43rd prime minister or something? Yeah, well, you know? it wouldn't happen. Yeah, so Abraham Lincoln was the 16th mm. president of the United Rest States. Rest in peace. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Although the, the <laughs> only good thing about Lincoln, in my opinion... Um, is, 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 is the analogy about him in the chopping you know oh. six hours p- preparing oh God, so that, so, yeah. that is a but he was a hypocrite and um, and of course I was on the side of the confederates so yeah, sure. not not for, um, for, for for slavery reasons um, <laughs> 19 <laughs> good to know 1915 Kaiser Wilhelm um, gave an imperial order um, for the first, the first ever bombing um, uh, of, of London docks Ooh. so uh, bearing in mind who was Kaiser Wilhelm what was the relation to him to the English king Remember? Cousin. It's his cousin. Mm. His first cousin. Yeah. Mm. So basically, German... F- See, so you know what I'm talking about? Eins fight, eins fight, eins fight. KILLS THE ENGLISH! <laughs> YOU'VE GOT SOME planes. YOU'VE GOT THE planes. YOU'VE well THE bombs! bombs! thousand bomber out Is it, of London!
1: It's, it's <laughs> interesting, because that would have been the first time... Um, before that, it was like a... It was like a just a, a universal rule, really, that you wouldn't kill civilians. Obviously, the, these things happened, but like, it was like a rule of, of uh, war, wasn't it? So, mm.
0: so, moving on, um, in 1917, there's a good story, this, uh, the Dutch exotic dancer Matahari, who's gone down in, in, in history, well, legend, I suppose, uh, she was arrested in Paris, and she was eventually shot by the British as a spy, mm. uh, a spy for the Germans, obviously, um, been a f- film made about her, but I can't remember who it was, one of the big uh, Hollywood lady, leading, leading ladies, Um, and then the final one we're going to do uh, 1921 the soviet red army invaded georgia and of course georgia who was most georgia's most famous son Callum? you might know this i actually don't know joseph stalin
1: oh of course yes because i think as we've remarked on before Stalin was Georgian, Napoleon was Corsican, and Hitler was Austrian. Yeah, exactly. Which is a quite an interesting fact, isn't so it? So, there
0: we are. So, with lots of good stuff we've brought you today.
1: Bringing you the news of old on This Week in History
0: with Paul Waite. I am Paul Waite, and this is the final part of On This Week in History. Look into the camera, Paul, for goodness <laughs> sake, or you'll be told off by the Armstrong monster. So, moving on. Um, in 1938... So something to be really proud about. Uh, The first kinder transport carrying Jewish refugee children from Nazi Germany to the UK um, started. Uh, So this count, this sort of, um, over the whole period of the war, which really is the first two years, uh, 10,000 children were saved Mm. uh, in this manner. Um, And um, in Burnham-on-Sea, was very proud of um, Frank Fielding, for instance, as as things say, Frank Fielding Way, um, Frank Fielding did um, amazing amount of um, of, of work in, in very dangerous circumstances and these sort of things um, there's a wonderful uh, documentary on BBC that was shown last week actually about the Holocaust children um, kinder transports are very dear very dear to us um, uh, and it's just a shame I suppose that uh, we couldn't do more and I suppose we could have done more if we wanted to be but um, uh, nonetheless there's something like I don't know a million people living today who wouldn't have been alive um, if it wasn't for this initiative uh 1942 a truly joyous moment hitler's operation sea lion is cancelled so do you want know sea, sea Lion? the invasion was? of britain the invasion of britain oh, such mm. a good chap isn't he callum joseph rocks there we go. <laughs> yes so uh what a, a outstanding i love talking to foreign people about because um, people don't necessarily know the story of the war you know and You know, basically, we were left on our own. Mm. Yeah, left on our own it's the most tyrannical um, you know empire in history. France had surrendered. You know, America hadn't joined the war yet. Just amazing. And then moving on from that, just taking it to the next level, and of course, very controversial. This because the Germans um, basically spat their dummies out over this. It's all right for them to slaughter everyone, but 1945, the Allied planes began bombing Dresden, Mm and we basically annihilated it. So um, there's a lot of bitterness over this, rightly or wrongly. Um,
1: well, they thought it was a right to smash all of Britain's well, exactly. monuments. They deliberately targeted h- sites of historical importance for us. And
0: But the thing is, you know, the, the bombers have been distanced. Mm. Bomber government- Harris? Bre- Bomber Harris? No, the, 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 the British government distanced itself from the bombing campaign, which is a total disgrace. Mm. But anyway, um, in moving on the same sort of theme, 1945, the Red Army captured Budapest after a 49-day siege um so again you know I, I've, I've got some um, some of you know I've got a couple of very good Hungarian friends and a brilliant Hungarian employee Adrian you are a star well done on Pulse on your exams yeah yeah ago. congratulations Adrian. um and you make sure Uncle Paul will buy you lots of ice cream in the Burnham Forte sea parlor uh, <laughs> and I'll also help you with your three-point turns in 1953, the Soviet Union broke off diplomatic relations with Israel. Oh, yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? Quite a lot of them. Um, D- why do you know? Well, obviously ideological, you know. Mm. Um, so, uh, yes, yeah, so a, a lot of lot of Russians, um, lots of Israelis actually come from Russia. Yeah, um, I didn't know that. Yeah. So, um, just going to get all the facts in. Uh, 1964, the situation in Cyprus um, greatly exacerbated. Mm. Um, thousands of Turkish Cypriots started moving into defended enclaves um, and so I remember as a child um, the ruler of Cyprus was a guy called Archbishop Makarios who I used to find rather threatening you know, when you were five or six or something mm. seeing him on the BBC News in his black robes and of course Cyprus now is just one of the most wonderful places, it's like to me, it's like being in England, but in the Mediterranean. Or yeah, no, you know? sure, yeah, yeah. You know, that's it's, it's, it's a good way of putting it. So, Callum, I like this one. 1970, a man-eating tiger was caught that was reported to have killed 48 people.
1: Was that in Bengal? Yeah,
0: I, I'm not sure. In India. So. Um, and then another good one for Callum. 1977, a lobster was caught off Nova Scotia. Have a guess how much it weighed.
1: Well, uh, I imagine quite a lot. And the reason I tell you is because lobsters don't actually die of old age. They, they only die because it gets to the point where it's so it's so much energy required to break out of their new shells that they die of exhaustion essentially oh, Okay. they could actually crazy, they're, they're yeah. technically immortal so I imagine I don't know it's hard to say, say a guess maybe 10 kilos
0: 20.2 can you imagine that that's a big that's three over three stone that's a big lobster isn't it it'd keep you happy when you're munching wouldn't it yeah uh, and the final one today in 1990 bittersweet for me this one The USA, Britain, and France basically give Germany the okay to reunify. Mm -hmm. So, uh, mostly from 1945 to 1990, we had East Germany and West Germany as separate countries. Mm -hmm. Um, And of course, you know, what that uh, maybe it's the right thing to do, but of course, what it has done is effectively put the Germans back as uh, (laughs) maybe the aggressors in Europe, but by stealth, shall we say?
1: Yeah, my sentiments exactly
0: so i hope you enjoyed on this week in history um a uh, really good fun one today it's really lovely when um it's like joining up all the dots or something next beautiful song by the corby corgis corbis even the corgis everybody's gotta learn sometime
1: aspen weight radio podcasts educate entertain enjoy